This is Shelby Hansen, and you're listening to episode 19, Weight Loss with Love. Welcome to the Creating Your Beautiful Life podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. I'm an invisible illness warrior, kidney transplant recipient, speech and language expert, mom to four, and life coach for people who have gone through incredible health challenges. On this podcast, I teach you how to move forward from difficulty and disappointment into joy and abundance as you take charge of creating your own beautiful life. Hello, everyone. How's it going? I hope that you all had a wonderful Valentine's Day. I was just Valentine's this past Monday, and this past week, I weekend, I actually took my daughter to the farmer's market. I learned a trick a while ago that if I'm really clear on what I want for a holiday or anniversary or for a birthday, if I create that for myself, then it's just gravy, like extra graving added, <laughs> extra gravy on top. If somebody else does something for me. So I went to the farmer's market with my daughter and bought tons of flowers and she wanted a chocolate strawberry crepe. So I got her one and we made some candles and I bought some delicious smelling candles from a local candle shop. It was just so fun. And then we did some, a little bit of play and went to an outdoor ice skating rink. And I got to hold hands with my honey as we skated around the rink and it was just, really a magic weekend, even in February when it's really cold (laughs) here in Ohio. Okay, so today's podcast episode is on weight loss with love. And I wanted to start out with a quote. This is by Dr. Steve Mariboli. And he says, when I accept myself, I am freed from the burden of needing you to accept me. And I really think this is our lifelong challenge is learning how to accept ourselves exactly as we are and loving ourselves, learning how to accept exactly where we are at every stage of our life, even if it's not where we want to be. Because I know that for me, a lot of times I'm not exactly where I want to be, but there's peace in accepting where I'm at and taking responsibility for what I can control that's in my control, which is usually much more than I think is in my control. Okay. So like I said, this podcast is about weight loss and no, I am not going to hype you up. I'm not going to do biggest loser style life. We're going to go all in and cut out all the foods and do all the exercise. No, that's, that's not the Shelby way. (laughs) We're going to think about weight loss in a whole different way one that maybe you're not really used to. See, we think that we've got to hate our bodies enough so that we'll actually do something about changing them. And I have found that this is the opposite of how sustainable weight loss happens. It's not until we start and really decide to begin living ourselves on purpose with our imperfections at all that real lasting change can occur. Okay, let me give you an example. So I had lost quite a bit of weight before I got pregnant with my fourth baby. And I remember going to visit some in-laws and specifically a sister-in-law's house. And she told me, (laughs) she's like, Shelby, 
your clothes are falling off of you. You need to buy new clothes. These clothes are too big for you. You've lost weight. And even though I had lost the weight, it didn't feel permanent. It didn't feel like it was always going to be this way. And for somebody with a chronic illness, a lot of the reason why I had lost a lot of weight is because of being so nauseous and being sick. And I had this belief that if I got my appetite back, then I would just gain weight again. And so really, because I had that thought, my mind had not caught up with the reality of where my body was. Because really, our bodies, it's like Newton's laws of motion. Our bodies tend to stay in motion or they tend to stay not in motion. I found that it's super easy to stay at a certain weight and maintain it. It's actually hard to gain weight sometimes because your body is used to being at that weight. And so my mind hadn't caught up that this was the new reality, that this was what my body was at and I didn't have to gain weight again. I could just stay at that weight. And because my brain didn't believe it, my body also did end up putting on weight because of choices that I made. And there's a lot from here to there that's happened between now and that six, you know, six, seven years ago. Also, like I said, even though I had lost the weight, it didn't feel permanent because my brain hadn't gotten on the same page. So if you've ever had a doctor or a health professional tell you that you need to lose weight, you really need to listen to this next part that I'm going to share with you. You might think that eating better and doing more exercise is the way to listen to your doctor and to lose weight. And you'd be right, but more important than the actions is always the intent behind the actions because the intent is what gives you the results. If in the past you have deprived yourself of food to lose weight, you know that's not sustainable. Thinking this way, it can keep you from even starting to make healthier choices. So instead of worrying about what you're going to have to do in order to lose weight, putting yourself in this scarcity mindset, this fear mindset, it's more important to focus on what steps you can take today to lovingly care for yourself and your body so that your brain can come along with that weight loss journey of your body. If you are trying to deprive your body, you will eventually rebel. And that rebellion is going to put you farther away from your weight loss goals. The way that I'm talking about losing weight is a radical method of loving your body to a healthier, more vibrant, and rejuvenated state. There is a difference between love and indulgence. And all of this is possible by understanding your brain on a level so deeply and your body on a level so deeply that the only sensible thing for you to do is to listen to what is best for your body. Instead of thinking that it's so hard to lose weight, you'll actually be able to see how easy it is. It's so fun when it gets to be easy and it gets to be fun too. All right, when you look at your day through a lens of love, you can lovingly say yes to the things that serve you and lovingly say no to the things that don't. When you have a big why behind what you are doing that is more than just to impress other people or what you will think about yourself, 
When you have a big why of what you are trying to achieve, what kind of life your quality you're going to be gifting to yourself, to your future self, it makes the decisions in the present moment very easy to make. And while you may experience this feeling of deprivation at the beginning, and deprivation is a feeling, it's an emotion in your body that's driven by your thinking. You might experience that, but you can start to understand what is the thinking that's causing you to feel deprivation? Is it this sneaky little thought that you shouldn't have to do all this? Other people can eat whatever they want, but you have to do things differently to get the results you want? Believe me, I've had those thoughts too. I mean, I live in the same house as a person that can eat whatever he wants and never gain an ounce. And that is not me. (laughs) I do need to be very mindful of what I put into my body. And what do you do when you feel deprivation because you're thinking these thoughts like, why me? Why is this so hard? All of these things. More often than not, when you feel deprivation, you one, probably give into the cravings for foods that don't serve you. Or if you choose not to in the moment, you might wait until nobody can see what you're doing before you go and indulge. Those are all options for how to handle deprivation. But what I teach my clients is to lean into their bodies. Feel what the emotion deprivation feels like in your body. Slow down. Breathe into it. Allow it to exist there for you. This emotion is not wrong. It just exists. And slowly deprivation can flow through your body and begin to subside. Just like we've talking talked about all of the emotions in previous podcasts, especially the podcast, How to Make Friends with Negative Emotions, they will always begin to subside as soon as you get into a state of relaxation and safety. All right. Once you learn, and my clients learn this, once you learn how to allow deprivation, then you get to decide what to do from a place of power. This is what I was talking about. This is the part where you have all the control because you can always focus on what you want to believe. You get to shift the energy that is within your power. You are no longer at the mercy of the cake or the mercy of the extra pizza at the work lunch. You are now in charge of loving up your body with food that serves you and helps you to operate at your best. And I love helping my clients find out what those things are. I really don't care how you decide to eat. There are tons of ways that can help you to feel your best. And I think that there's many different plans that work with many different bodies. My plan is simple. Stick to foods that feel good and nourishing to your body. Eat mostly plants. Allow yourself to feel any emotion without using food as a way to distract yourself and plan in loving movement that brings you joy. As a good friend told me, there is no wagon. There's no getting on a wagon and getting off the wagon. You're not on plan or off plan. There's just what you have chosen to eat and there's what you don't allow because it doesn't nourish your body and help you to operate at your best. So, 
If you are looking to lose weight, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation today where we can get crystal clear with your plan to help you get where you want to go and stay there for good. All right, I hope you have a wonderful week. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's coach together today. Hope you have a wonderful week creating beauty wherever you go.